Hi, I'm Dr. Barbara Byers, and today I'm going to be talking about gratitude. Recently, I was thinking about a beautiful song back from the 70s that says, Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ His Son. We give thanks because of this indescribable gift, the Lord Jesus. And 1 Thessalonians 5.18 tells us, In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. If you've ever wondered what God's will is, there it is, to be grateful, to keep giving him thanks. As a very young Christian, I read that scripture, and so I decided I was going to try to start incorporating it into my life. And I learned very quickly that thanksgiving is not an easy thing in the midst of difficult circumstances, when things were not going the way I wanted. It was much easier to sink into some kind of complaint and self-pity and hopelessness and even possibly despair. But giving thanks really is a choice empowered by His grace. Ephesians 5, 18 through 20 says, Be filled with the Spirit, always giving thanks for all things in the name of the Lord Jesus. So what I want you to see is the context of giving thanks is being empowered, being filled by the Holy Spirit. As we're filled by the Spirit, we're able in the midst of anything to have gratitude, to give Him thanks. And sometimes we have to offer thanks as a sacrifice of praise. King David was in a very difficult situation with the Philistines, so difficult, and he was trying to escape that he actually uh, slobbered on his beard and feigned madness to try to get away from the Philistines. And in Psalm 34, 1, during this situation, he says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. And so as David pushed back against fear and hopelessness and the whole situation he was in, the downward pull of introspection, he gave thanks. And uh, later in verse 6, he says, The Lord delivered me from all my troubles. Another example is the Dutch sisters, Betsy and Corrie Tenboom, who were interred at Ravensbrück concentration camp in World War II because they hid Jews in their Dutch home. And when they got there, they were horrified at the conditions in the concentration camp. They had straw mattresses that were just filled with fleas. And Betsy said to Corrie, uh, we're going to thank the Lord for this place, and we're going to give thanks in particular for these fleas. I think Corey wasn't as convinced, but they gave thanks to the Lord. And what they later found out is they had complete freedom to hold Bible studies, um, to talk to the other women about the Lord, to pray with them. And in that dark, dark, horrible place, uh, the presence of the Lord came. And the reason was the guards were not going to go anywhere near them because of the fleas. So they gave thanks and and the Lord did something wonderful. Thanksgiving closes a door the enemy wants to hold open. When we make a choice, when we refuse to allow uh, the negative influences to convince us, when we refuse to go down into hopelessness and down into complaint, and instead we offer thanks and we are grateful, 
it, it, it's in a sense it inoculates us in that moment against the poison of bitterness and the drift into depression and hopelessness and uh, even the poison of bitterness. Two things can't occupy the same space. And so when we occupy the space with gratefulness, when our heart is just lifted up in praise to the Lord, other things can't stay. And, you know, gratefulness promotes our emotional, our spiritual, and our physical well-being. So Harvard uh, reported a study done in positive psychology about the effects of gratitude. And what they found is that gratitude is consistently, strongly associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish their good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. Gratitude literally can change our brain structure. It's linked to social bonding, to reward and stress relief, it releases oxytocin, which is a bonding chemical, and uh, it promotes well-being, better sleep, lower, lower blood pressure, and it reduces our physical pain, and, lower, and, it, and uh, it helps levels of inflammation lower. So, uh, lots of benefits from gratitude. It also plays a role in overcoming trauma, interestingly. It is just a very powerful catalyst for our health and well-being, our contentment, and our sense of hope. So the Lord knows what he's talking about when he tells us uh, in everything give thanks. And it's just, um, we can almost miss the simplicity of Proverbs 17:22. A joyful heart does good like medicine. G.K. Chesterton, a preacher from long ago said, I would maintain that thanks are the highest form of thought and that gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. There is something of wonder in our gratitude. And we can thank the Lord uh, no matter what. We thank him no matter what. We thank him that he's at work when we don't see him. We thank him when we don't feel well. We thank him when things aren't going well. We thank him for the fleas in our life. And it, uh, as we celebrate the Lord and give thanks, it moves us into praise, even the sacrifice of praise. A few years back, I had an experience that was just deeply painful over a number of years. And as I was sitting in that, the Lord, thinking about it, the Lord gave me some very clear directions. He directed me to go back into those memories and look at those years and give him thanks. And at first, I, I felt resistant to that. There's, there's nothing in this good. But as I did, as I went back and gave him thanks, I pushed against the negative and I began to feel thankful and I began to see good things. It brought clarity, it brought me a fresh perspective and I was able to see um, from God's perspective and it enabled me to say the past won't set my future I will be grateful I will praise him because he's good and anytime we do that anytime we make a choice to turn in the direction of gratefulness it gives us a fresh perspective and it closes a door to the negative and it opens another door 
Gratitude, the thankfulness, comes from the Latin word gratis, which just means pleasing or thankful. And it is an attitude of warm and deep appreciation for someone's kindness to us. And when we think about the Lord, our gratitude is our, um, our, our response to his overwhelming kindness to us, to his goodness to us. Gratitude is us saying continually yes to a loving father. You know, in our cultural climate here in the 21st century, there is just so much commotion. But in the deep places, when we go deeper than the surface commotion, when, we, when our hearts are full of gratitude, that commotion becomes so much more indistinct, so much more distant from us, and we can live in the peace of the Lord. Clarity comes when we give thanks. And when our heart is moved to thankfulness, it actually moves God's heart to give us more abundant grace. It opens us up to receive what God's doing. It opens us up to the movement of the Holy Spirit. We are touching God's heart by boundlessly being grateful and um, inviting him in for every way he wants to move in our life. The book of Hebrews says, since we've received a different kingdom, an unshakable one, let us have gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. Gratitude is our acceptable service to a loving father. He receives that from us. And you know, uh, the night before he died, Jesus ate the Passover supper with his disciples. And he, it says, he broke bread and he gave thanks. Knowing what was facing him, he gave thanks. So I want to say this about gratitude. I think sometimes we think, oh, you know, I was just inspired to be grateful. Well, sometimes we are, for sure. Something wonderful happens or we see God's goodness. But very often we need to recognize gratitude is a virtue, it's a habit we need to learn to develop as a discipline, as a holy habit. Just being thankful for every little thing that comes along, refusing to blame, refusing to whine when things don't go the way we hope. The alternative is complaint. The alternative is bitterness and entitlement and often pride. But uh, gratefulness really does guard our heart and keeps us in a place of humility because we're receivers of all of his good things. Shauna Nequist wrote, the practice of gratitude keeps our hearts tender through the night instead of allowing bitterness and cynicism to take over. Choosing to see the good right in the middle of the darkness and loss is a discipline a life-changing one. We don't have to wait to be inspired. We can choose to develop this in our life. And then what begins as an active discipline, what begins as a choice, really does become our delight as we see the Lord move. It's, it's our harbinger of hope and of joy. Dan Allender wrote, gratitude opens our senses to recognize and take in the smallest and the most obscure, as well as the most panoramic displays of beauty. Gratitude brings an imminent passion to all the endeavors of life. It really opens us up to awe and beauty. It moves us to a different place. We can begin to feel the darkness lift and the light coming in. 
And the more grateful we are, the more beauty we see. So what do we do? Well, we can just begin where we are. We can just begin now and say, Lord, open my eyes to be more aware, to see more, and, um, and to recognize the beauty of your world and to give you thanks. We don't always know how he's going to work things out, but as we surrender, as we trust, we know we have a good father who will work things out. And we can say, I will rejoice because he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So Paul, when he writes about thanksgiving and gratitude uh, in uh, Colossians 2, he links it with maturity. He says, rooted and built up in Christ and established in the faith, abounding in thanksgiving. Our life is to abound in this. And then later in the third chapter, he mentions uh, giving thanks uh, three different times in Colossians 3. So our gratitude really is an expression of surrender and trust and hope. Part of our human nature is to want to control things. We want to fix things rather than let go and just surrender. And we know that when we give thanks, we are saying, I'm letting go of this. I'm seeing things from your perspective. And it really is a daily discipline that we can develop. It's not a matter of whether we like it or not, whether we have our preferences at the moment uh, in terms of what's happening, but it's a matter of surrendering and making a choice. And if we don't, if we won't, what we're really saying to God is, no, no, I don't like where I am. And so I'm going to go into self-pity and I'm going to go into grumbling. And instead of praise and blessing and thanksgiving, I refuse to be grateful for this. That's entitlement and that's pride. That's not humility. So I want to close with this. Um, you know, maybe just take this as an assignment. Begin to be more aware. Begin to thank the Lord for things. Maybe even start a gratitude journal. Um, begin to express gratitude to others. Really make an intentional effort to make this discipline part of your life because it is about the character of Jesus in us. We don't have to wait for the breakthrough. We can thank him now. So thank you for joining me as I talked about gratitude. I hope you'll uh, come back again next time.